the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, and Calvin, Calvin has lost some weight. Calvin's on his way. Yeah, Calvin is on his way. Do you want to warn people about why Calvin is No, right? I want them to get into the same <laughs> situation I did. It's okay. That's so nice of you. 281 and uh, 1604 at 281 is closed. Is it just? Is it both ways, uh, or just coming to the going? Okay, so east, yeah, west to east. Yeah. Okay, but east to west is okay. Yeah, looks like it. Okay. Yeah. So poor They're Calvin. Putting, putting new beams in there. Or something. Yeah, I saw him working on it. Uh, I went uh, 281, and then went east on to 1604, and you can oh, see okay. the guy. It was it was kind of creepy because you're driving along and. You know, next to you, there's two guys on the uh, this overpass. That uh-huh. they're, they they do it so quickly. I don't think they had made that much progress. No. Yeah, and so, and then I went to see. I was kind of eyeballing. Do they protect themselves? I think they have little harnesses that they clip oh, onto. Oh yeah. yeah, they so better. They, so they fall. Yeah, that, that would be a good thing <laughs> to have on you, and just in case, because yeah. Anyway, so if you're coming down 281. Uh, uh, going uh, east, and when you get to 1600, when no, when you're going coming down 1604, going east, uh, take some uh, plan for some extra time on uh, 281 near 281, and you just kind of scoot it around. Hey, are you uh, are you seeing today's forecast and tomorrow's forecast and the day after that's the forecast? Same. <laughs> yes, it is. It is the day after that too. All the clouds show lightning and uh, and a little rain. There you go. Yeah. Calvin said that Sinisa didn't know what they were talking about. Uh, yeah. I guess them Sinisa well, showed is, you, is, huh, is Calvin? There, is there a limitation on days before they bloom? <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> no, there uh, is not. Oh, well, if they bloom a month before it rains, <laughs> they, they got it. That is correct. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think the old timer said... How long, either? I, no, they didn't. I don't know. Well, Calvin was com- talking about I would agree with you, but Calvin was still talking about it as of last week that he was still seeing them bloom. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking credit. As as this NISA spokesperson, I'm taking credit for their uh, okay. prediction. Well, they're, 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 it looks like they did a good job. Yeah. We got, did, did you one, get rain yesterday? One to three inches of rain. As predicted or we predicted? Okay. That would be great. Yeah. Um. My yard, my yard sure would appreciate it. 
Did your uh, Did you get any rain yesterday? We got a little bit at that uh, near the, at the day before yesterday. I did. Oh, did you? Okay, so we didn't get any day before yesterday. We got some yesterday, yesterday near the airport. Yeah, and uh, it was a nice heavy shower. It didn't last as long as it would have been great. But no, but, but it, it's interesting how much water can fall. In a short period of time. Yeah. I know thunderstorms. No, that's the truth. So, but anyway, today is a beautiful day. Yeah, it's pretty. Come to the nursery. Lots of color as we look out from the porch onto the nursery. There's Calvin. He brought the dog. Um, but lots of color. We look out here. We've got uh, the, uh, I'm trying to see, are those the... The VIP petunias out there, or those, they almost look like bougainvillea color, but they're not, I don't think. You mean on the ground out there? Yeah. What are those? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Maybe they're Vinca. I'm trying to see. Oh, thank you. Oh, well, we'll ask Trace, because we can't quite see them from here except the, for the color, yeah. which is a brilliant bougainvillea color. No, no the VIP uh, and Laura Bush is not ready yet. Oh, okay. Well, then it's not them. Huh. We'll have to ask Trace. Uh, but uh, we've got lots of color here, crepe myrtles. Oh, he took the, the pretty purple ones, uh, the crepe myrtles that I like, and, and put them on uh, on display out front where people could see them. Yeah. Um, the vincas, I mentioned those. They're out in front of us. Zinnias are out in front of us. Uh, lots of great items. Uh, in front of us directly is lantana, penta, uh and stuff. I'm trying to see if Calvin's the. Uh, I think we'll have to ask Trace, but I think we sold out of all the uh, in the week. The dog is loose. Uh oh. <laughs> is he supposed to be? I don't know. Um, Calvin, getting him some water. The uh, container um, sunflowers. They were real pretty. Yeah, they were. So I think they're all gone. All right. Anyway, two one zero three zero eight. That's because they were real pretty. That would do it. But I like that. I've never seen them. Uh, kind of that that tall in containers. That was a good idea. So if they don't get any more, maybe I'll get some seeds and, and try to do that in a container yeah, myself. Yeah, that'll work. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Those are the numbers to call to be a part of today's show. Call us with your questions uh, and or tell us what's going on in the garden. And uh, you're plugged in. Where did your thing go? Oh, there you go. <laughs> so uh, anyway, give us a call and be a part of the show. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You you might wonder whether the peppers out there, the real <laughs> grande gold peppers, <laughs> yes. are going to produce. Uh huh. You know, you think we maybe we got you a pepper that wouldn't produce or whatever. We've still got uh, two or three flats left of uh, the real grande gold pepper. Mm hmm. That we that we almost lost this year, and uh, that I'm, can't be true because we had so many people that said they wanted it. <laughs> I know. Well, if but you, I went out there and looked a while ago, Calvin. They're full of peppers. These are overachievers. Yeah, there are set peppers huh. in the container. Mine don't have mine. Yeah, mine don't mine either. Have. I have one that has a little flower on it. So. Is there? Yeah. Well, in the container, they already got peppers size of a marble on them. Wow. So if you want an overachieving uh, Rio Grande Gold Pepper, you get to Millburgers right now. Well, they kind of bonsai them. Okay. Stress them. Okay. While y'all are growing. Did you see anything else there that caught your attention? 
You were uh, at the Pirates. Is that all got, you were looking at? Uh, that, well, they they got that uh, Carolina Reaper, that oh. hot as hell pepper. <laughs> uh, right, you, they're yeah. right next to them. Don't, don't get that confused with the real no. grind to go. You will be terribly shocked when you... <laughs> When you bite into the one that we call the mild, uh, and and there's a there's a write up on Rio Grande Go on the uh, on PlantAnswers.com under the uh, information index. Uh, no, to- topics of the week, topics okay. of the month. I'm gonna get it in a minute, but anyway, uh, it t- tells about how prolific that pepper is and how it's. It's colorful for, for salads and can be used as a as a bell pepper substitute and doesn't cause you to belch and uh, all all the benefits of uh, tastes good real grande crispy yeah it tastes good and crispy and uh, so uh, and and we're trying to get people to grow them and maybe save the seeds if we save some seed because you'd be eating most of them. It's much easier to collect the seed than of the pepper than the tomato. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't, I mean, you just pick Yeah, they just come right. the specimen. Whoa, they're coming yeah. after you, mother. I hope not. They look mean. So, uh, Jerry obviously had a better route through the uh, yes. detour <laughs> than I did. Well, yeah, we're gonna, I started early, too. We're going to have to walk you through. So if it's the same thing tomorrow, I want you to go Thousand Oaks like you did, but I want you to turn on Redland and follow that to the nursery. That, that would be easy, a little easier. Uh, did, you get, did you get any rain on your car? Uh, well, I have. I was going to mention that. that uh, uh-huh. What a strange. I've had two... At my house, I've had two blasts of rain, like uh, six or seven minutes. They really it looked like they were serious, and then, of course, it just turns out to be yeah. a trace. Yeah. But uh, then the clouding up, and but we in the paper they had an article that said we could expect three inches mm-hmm. over these next few days. One to three, yeah. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Yeah. Apparently some, some places six. They consulted with the Sinisa, and they, they've now come to a conclusion that one to three yeah, inches. Yeah, we were, I was uh, questioning <laughs> Milton. Uh, they, his they first bloom, question. They bloom once a year. Does that mean that... Uh, yeah, was there a statute of limitations <laughs> on how long before after they bloom? I said no, there is not. <laughs> so he's claiming everything. Uh-huh. Well, they look, they look good. It was a the bloom period was uh, much more widespread than I usually usually when Milton is talking about his mm-hmm. uh, prediction from the Sinisa. But this one was every single plant out through the city seemed yeah, to be yeah. humid. It's funny how um, I know it gets hot, but it, so we had rain here before you got here. There was a nice little shower. Yeah, I saw it. And it's uh, you can still see traces of it, but with the, when the sun came out, it all. All evaporated. Oh, that, yeah. uh, that must be why I drove all over the city so that I could avoid the rain. That there must have been go. it. There you go. You could have gotten the rain done, Calvin, if you just come straight over here. Yeah. Gosh, I missed it. Well, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. I had a conversation with Bill from uh, Wild Birds Unlimited at the... Uh, of course, the martins all have young, and they're feed, feeding them. But they're doing a strange thing. They're uh, 
catching insects on the ground, which is just... Oh, wow. That's yeah. not how they're supposed to be. Well, yeah, that's unusual. Bill Bill thinks it has something to do with the drought and the lack of flying insects. Oh. And they're kind of desperate. They're down there with starlings, and if there's uh, grubs or some kind of uh, even uh, gnat hatches or something, there they could be picking them up. But, uh, um, gosh... It's hard to believe that there aren't a lot, a lot of flying insects still out there. Yeah. I was reading in a burning magazine about that, too. It's interesting. They just called them lazy. They said, hey, they don't want to fly anymore. The purple yeah. martins these days, they don't care. Uh, they just want to land on the ground. You, and eat. Uh, they just they don't care. You are obviously uh, <laughs> yeah, those dedicated purple martin. You're probably on a list right now. <laughs> <laughs> People. Yes. It's the millennial martins. That uh, just want to eat off the ground. Not like their parents and grandparents did. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. That's neat, though. Did he, uh, did he say how many he had? Because, remember, we had Ginger called, and she had 20 in a uh, 12-room house. Uh, yeah, and I've got, uh, it looks 20 like I, I have 14 pair in my house. Oh, 14 pair? Yeah, and... Uh, what does that mean? Fourteen pair of young, or no? Fourteen, fourteen male, uh, fourteen couples. Couples, okay. And uh, you know, <laughs> the average will be, they'll have two young. Oh, so you may, you but may. But it'll be a threat, you know. With the if, if in fact it's hard to find insects, or they're finding li- smaller insects, less uh, potent insects. Then, oh. Then you would you would expect that they won't wean as many as they would other years. Should you have young by now? Oh, gosh, yeah. Okay, so you do? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, in fact, I think Oh, she took her house down. You say you don't do that. You just... So when will you find out how many, how many young you got? When well, they, when, when they, they come uh, out to learn to fly? When they come out, uh, they, when they get uh, large enough that they'll, they'll come out and they'll start flying. Okay. But it's a quick... And then uh, sometime in July, the Martins start... Uh, moving to their assembly areas and, uh, you know, move south already. I bet, you know what, I'd be, this would be kind of cool. And when you see Bill next, or maybe one of our listeners knows, um, is there like a Purple Martin cam set up somewhere that's on a house or maybe, you know, where you could watch the... Uh, I remember my mom got so much pleasure. We had one... We, in New Orleans, we had a Purple Martin house and, uh, you know, kids being what they are... She would wake us up early on a Saturday when we just wanted to sleep and say, "Oh, they're look at the the younger out. They're teaching them how to fly. Come see, come." I don't know, Shimmer. Yeah, I don't want to go Shimmer. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so it'd be kind of cool if you didn't have a Purple Martin house. You could kind of watch the Purple Martin cam. I'm so you would make, you'd make uh, those would, kids. Those kids would be more inclined to to get up to watch. Yes, yeah. they, they'd watch maybe, it digitally. Maybe if it was on their phone. <laughs> they, they, you know. Exactly, they would watch it digitally. Going, oh, this is wonderful. I'm so in touch with nature but, as they were in their air conditioned home watching the birds. But you on get, their- as we can tell from our listeners and uh, my reaction to the Martins, you get pretty you get pretty uh, fascinated by yeah. them, dedicated. We get company, and I'm out there. You know, I'm ta- you know showing them the Martins on the ground and. Uh, Showing the young and the, and I, after about ten minutes of that, there's I, I see these eye eyes lift. You, know. <laughs> <laughs> you show them pictures of your. I Martins. said, would you rather go look at the zinnias now? <laughs> That's right. Here's a picture of Ralph, my Martin. He's in house number one. This is his wife, yeah. Claudia. Here's a, yeah. And here, the, uh, here are their kids. If Jerry had was writing up the the history of them, here's 
uh, 42 pages of an account of the young they raised last year and, <laughs> you and where those young are. You know. Yes. So, uh, yeah, so if you know if there's a Purple Martin cam out there, call us at 210 You haven't done a web search for a Purple no, Martin cam? No, I could. Cam? I could. That would, that, would, that would make it actually easier. All right, maybe I'll tell you if there's a Purple Martin cam. Well, and then any, any kind of report, if you see, if you, especially if you're, you're seeing that uh, Martin's harvesting insects on, on the ground as opposed to uh, just... Now, every year when they're doing their nesting, they'll go down and get materials from the ground and from trees. But, mm-hmm. yeah, usually it's quit by the time the young have come. So maybe maybe I'm just mistaken. Maybe it's not, or Bill and I are mistaken. It's not uh, actually insects they're harvesting, but it sure looks like it. I got a note from somebody uh, from Tom Westbrook up in... Uh up in uh, up around Nacogdoches, Texas, and uh, he's the one that uh, saved the seed and saved the whole selection of the chili patine, the Parsons potent chili penguin. And and uh, he wrote me uh, yesterday and said, uh, "Want to give you a report on your new old Parsons chili patine, patine." Finally got my first red cook, uh, red pepper, and had it with dinner. Tasted just like the original. Fast to shockingly hot. Uh, and like the original, fades fast to tolerable. So he, he, he says uh, when you eat it, it takes, it takes a little while, but it's really hot then. And then it fades to... Uh, Fast to tolerable, and uh, he loves the taste of it. No, a similar kind of a, you know, I, I planted Lajo, uh-huh. and uh, I've actually harvested them and and uh, cut them in, to eat with meals, and I've gotten used. To that. I just can't imagine here I am eating uh, uh, pe- uh, jalapeno peppers, you know, fresh, and. The next I'll be carrying them in my pocket, you know. <laughs> Phil Hovey. but now, I were had, they hot or are they, they mild? They're they're uh, they must be they're relatively mild. Okay, because, good. Uh, but uh, my uh, we had some friends from South Africa visit and uh, they liked them that way too. They were, oh, is that right? Yeah, it was okay. a big hit. Uh, but uh, that that if you want to, if you like a little a little edge. Um, and they got they've got that jalapeno flavor, and mm-hmm. uh, you, you need to try that Lajo too. I don't know if that's what situation that's not, in. Not available anymore. Not able, available anymore. No. But gosh, I and mean, of course they're huge. He says the plants. Uh, Tom says that the plants we got from you in 2017 didn't have the flavor or shot of hot like your original. I thought that my frozen seed must have been crossing with another in my garden, and we would never get the original Parsons chili pekin again. Whatever you did with the 218 plants brought back your original. And so uh, he said, I'm curious to hear how other folks found the, your, uh, uh, have, have your Millburger grower customers reported yet. 
And so uh, he's happy with his chili patines that I took. I actually, since he saved the saved the original seed and the original so, selection, I took him some plants and. Uh, and you actually re- returned his email. Yeah, he, he yeah. <coughs> and so uh, that's good that those chili patines are, are are doing well, and I hope they are for the people that bought them here at Millburgers. All right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break and come back in just a moment. I'm having a really hard time finding cams. I found a Purple Martin Nest cam in uh, Houston, but it's not live, so it's just it's dark. So, yeah, so if you if you know of one, in fact, I can't get all the information. looks like the San Antonio Audubon Society might have uh, a, a cam. So it sounds like maybe there's somebody here that can help us with that. So 210-308-8867 if you know where this might be fun. We, maybe we should confer with Bill. Maybe we need one. Yeah. There, oh, there we go. Cool. All right. Back in a moment, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Forty Road, on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. All right, you're wondering what you can grow this summer in your yard. How about Texas Superstar plants for color and durability? A Texas Superstar plant is a plant that's been given the designation of Texas Superstar because it's gone through years of extensive field trials and proven to be a super-performing plant under Texas growing conditions. And right now... That's right. Millburgers has some of your favorite Texas superstars on sale. Like Vinca's, the Cora series is on sale. You can choose from pink or white, rose or red. They're excellent in flower beds, and they're disease and deer resistant. They're on sale in the 4-inch pot for just $0.88 cents each. Blue Plum Bago is absolutely gorgeous, and it's on sale. It's a Texas superstar with sky blue flowers that blooms almost constantly from spring until next frost, just four eighty-eight in the 1-gallon container. This week you'll save on Texas Lilac Vitex, Gold Star Esperanzas, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. The political left has retreated into a bunker. In a story in yesterday's Washington Post, the newspaper claims those supporting President Trump are members of a cult. Having failed so far in their effort to bring him down through daily attacks on everything from his character to his policies, and having failed to win the argument for their failed liberal policies, so-called journalists and the rest of the left-wing establishment are now attacking voters who elected him. The left fears the welfare state they've built with members of their own cult voting for Democrats is about to come unglued. They see black and Hispanic unemployment at record lows. Democrats have long taken the black vote for granted, though they've done nothing for them. Consumer confidence is up. So is the stock market helping retirement funds. Sure, he's quirky, but the president does things like meet with North Korea's dictator that no other president has done. And who does the left have besides Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren. Talk about a cult of people who support those. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Are you selling or buying a home? Call Sergio Martinez at Help You Sell and save 30% on the listing of your home. What's the difference between selling a 200 
$100,000 home and a $500,000 home. Well, it's $18,000. Do you think your agent does $18,000 more work? Call Sergio Martinez, 210-693-0305, and save thousands while getting the same services. Help you sell. San Antonio's premier low-fee realtor providing you full service. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and your calls when you call us at 210-308. You forgot Tilly. Oh, and Tilly. Tilly, the the Westie. Yeah, Tilly along, but we still got lost. Um, She was getting impatient with me for sure. Is she like a (laughs) GPS? It's like, should I turn left or right? Okay, I don't know what that means. Oh, right, okay. All right, 210-308-8867. Take a second uh, while you're calling to uh, talk to you about quality organic products. Right there on Lookout Road. In fact, we have two sponsors of the show now on Lookout Road. We'll tell you about Furniture Now, our other sponsor, in just a little while. But uh, the... uh, Quality Organic Products is a place to go if you're looking for quality soils, uh, mulches, or compost. Uh, if you're looking for organic, if that's a big priority for you. Uh, if you're Actually, if you're just looking for products that will not only enhance your yard, but are of the finest quality, Quality Organic Products is the place to go. Uh, you'll find mulches, uh, crushed granite, lots of great ideas, and friendly people that can help you, too. By the way, uh, you can go get it by the bag. You can load up the back of your truck or they'll deliver it and because they hire their own drivers oftentimes they can deliver it the same day so uh, they're open today till two o'clock if you uh, want to uh, go by and visit with them on lookout road just about a quarter mile outside of loop 1604 uh, visit todd and the gang over their quality organic products you can call them 210-651-0200-210-651-0200 or check them out online at quality organic products.com and then you'll see the testimonials you'll see the different products they have you'll learn about the pickup so maybe you can't go today but maybe on uh, this weekend is uh is um on your plans to do it and by the way would father's day today i was going to say wouldn't weekend. dad love some compost for father's day that's right. I have a pile there available for his uh, cut flower garden or vegetable garden whenever he mm-hmm. needs it. And, you know, one of mulch and one of uh, compost. What a fun present for yeah. a gardener. Yeah. There you go. So uh, quality organic products, a great choice. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. We got a question in. Uh, uh, said, uh, I have an overgrown gloriosa yucca plant that needs pruning and need the best way to do it best way to do it and what time of the year is best uh name is david the david over forest rice back david the information that uh and he 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 gives a, a a plants delight plant delights.com plant delights Lights, plural, dot com. And uh, gives a blog where the article's on uh, yucca plant tips for growing, which includes a statement in there that says, if your yucca gets too tall for its spot in the garden, you can cut the trunk in early spring prior to the growing season 
to a better height, and the yucca plant will re-sprout from the cut point. So uh, they can they can be cut back, and will re-sprout, especially especially in the spring, in the early spring when they're putting out their new growth. I uh, put planted my my two uh, new sinizo over there by one of the the yuccas. You know, it, it was just perfect atmosphere all this dry weather and and everything uh, and there's the yucca looking prosperous so i thought I, i'll have uh, two two of milton's uh, indicator plants mm-hmm. right there the barometer plant yeah and the uh so you'll know lynn's lower yeah legacy, legacy. legacy. Yeah. and uh amazing both of them are booming up a storm i don't know if that i guess that may be the planting Blooming up water. a storm, Milton. You yeah. That ought to be your... I think he meant that as a pun, too. Oh, did he? Blooming up a storm. Yeah. Yeah, a little poke. That's there. coming in. Yeah. They're blooming up. They're literally blooming up a storm. <laughs> so, Go uh, ahead, okay, yeah. I'll get you. They realize I'll what get their duty is. And That's they're... right. I'll find uh, the weather forecast. But uh, I think we have more here at Millburgers, if you like oh, that. Yeah, oh, yeah, we do. That, they uh, do. They brought them in from Arizona, I think. Who was it that was, uh, was it you, Jerry, that were saying it's less blue than lavender, kind of a lighter a lavender? And that, that, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, don't, I somehow remember, remembered it at uh, Mitchell Lake as being all, as almost blue. But I think the impact is kind of is blue when you've got a mass planting like yeah. that. It's got a nice nice shape. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, well, if you want, uh, if you like... Uh, Sinisa, you like native plants and you uh, want something special, you, m- you might check this Lens lo- uh, leg- Legacy out. Yeah, it's kind of rare. I imagine, I imagine this is the only nursery in town that's got them because uh, the local local growers, uh, uh, I don't, they, tell, they always make excuses, but... Uh, they 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 don't they they said that uh, they didn't like the shape of it in a container or something. Really? That, that's why they weren't growing. Huh. I kind of like that shape. It was it's a nice disciplined shape. Hey, we got Greg on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey there, Greg. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Oh, I'm fine. Are you guys doing all right? Yeah. What's going on? Well, I just bought a place on a lake up in New Braunfels, and in the course of moving in there, I, I recognized a tree that I don't think I want to keep. It's called a Chinese parasol. Yeah, Chinese Are you parasol. guys familiar with that? Is that something I, that, that's worth keeping, or um, I, I'm thinking I, I probably ought to cut it down before it gets any bigger. That yeah, that's we, that thing that grows so that's fast. That's we we all, all we call it. Uh, sometimes we call it varnish, varnish plant. Right, varnish tree. Uh, they probably okay. got it out of a catalog. I don't think many nurseries sell them. Yeah, well, I, I, it, it it's, it's it's not a very desirable trait. Well, it's, that's kind of what it reseeds. Yeah, that's what I thought. Reseeds and and uh, uh, the transplant. It's really. Uh, Pretty impressive transplant. Yeah. So I know people have dug them up, and it, it, it appears that uh, plant exchanges and some things like that. It's got the big leaves, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it has these. It has kind of an impressive 
unusual kind of blooming pattern. So if, if it, you know, if you just want something a little different, it, and they don't grow real fast, so you can, uh, you want to give it one year's chance to bloom, and then if you don't like it, take it out then. That that's an option too. Okay, well, this one had been a good good sized tree, and it had been cut off about oh four and a half five feet up, and now oh, it's really? starting to sprout out. Yeah, now it's starting to sprout out with those big um, um, leaves, and um, I thought, well, I don't know, this thing looks like it's probably something I really don't want to keep. Yeah, yeah, I can't I can't imagine how how that would be attractive because uh, but they uh, you know they're kind of different, exotic looking. So right. All right, well, I might leave it in there a while and see what it does over the course of a year and then go from there. All okay. right. All right. Good. Thanks, Greg. All right, 210-308, you betcha, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Trace is up on the porch with us. What's going on? Dude? Are you doing something? Or are you? Uh, I was just trying to help Jerry out. Oh, okay. I can do that later. Okay. Cool. What's going on, man? Oh, it's a wonderful day in the nursery. Lots of color. Uh, the mm-hmm. pink myrtles are exceptional. Uh, and there's some new ones to us that uh, I don't know. If Calvin probably be the only one that could see it. But it's uh, kind of an apricotty bloom with a semi-burgundy foliage. I'll, so, I'll bring one of them. Yeah, that'd you. be cool. And I like the purple, uh, the light lavender purplish ones that you're you're on that you're showing there. Are those the ones you were talking about last week? Uh, it's one of the ones. Yeah. Okay, which one is one of the ones? I bet um, it's the one furthest, because that seems to be a darker purple. And uh, your your hesitation probably means I'm wrong. Yeah, you're looking at the bigger pots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll bring one of those other ones up here in a second. Okay, cool. Well, and then the, of course there's the classic colors there too. You know, there's, there's those rich, rich pinks and uh, and of course lavender, and then the so white over there that looks like it's gonna break off its booms are so huge yeah, those natchez are mm-hmm. yeah. beautiful and around town they're still gorgeous they're, they're the, the, the natchez also responds really well to a limited amount of pruning you can make it kind of a strong structure and an attractive structure relatively easy if you uh, do a little pruning on the structure every year don't have to you don't you don't of course you don't want to cut it way back it's inclined to be a large, a larger uh, crepe myrtle, and it does it looks its best when it's got some room. But that that's the classic there, huh? Trace. Yes, definitely. Uh, lots of desert willows coming into bloom. So oh yeah, you can see a 15-gallon one from here. It's got that uh, rich pink color flower, and that's a wonderful tree. Loves it hot, and uh, unusual unusual blooms. It always, always seems to emerge during the drought when other things are retreating, you know, and they said, ah, flex my muscles. I'll show show what I can do now. This is the time that it's best for me. It definitely tolerates the hot and dry climate better than uh, than a wet one. Yeah. Now, this, this is probably one that you wouldn't plant in the middle of your uh, San Augustine lawn if you're inclined to water constantly. It's kind of like the mesquite, but if you've got a, if you're uh, frugal on the water, or you let kind of let let the, the the grass go dormant, this this would probably be one of the best choices for a small tree in full sun. 
and doesn't have too many problems. Um, realistically, I think uh, three years ago when it rained a lot was the worst worst time I've ever seen them. Yeah. But uh, they came through it just fine, and uh, they're definitely showy now. Uh-huh. And uh, hummingbirds like them, apparently. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, uh, my friend Marcy has one, and she just says that at some points in the year they're just covered. The hummingbirds are all over them, uh, which is really cool. And we ha- we had a question, so I can see the color. So I'm guessing now that I can focus on a little more. The uh, purple bougainvillea-colored uh, plant in the container there sitting on the ground yeah sitting on the ground where those where that man is in the white shirt those are vincas yeah i was okay now i was wondering if it was vincas yeah cora vinca those are pretty and the container like that too nice and and bunched up um they look really good all right so uh you want to talk about the plant of the weekend plant of the weekend 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 weekend. yeah all right so and correct me if i'm wrong but uh this is uh this is a spider lily don't correct me on that because I know that. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a wonderful, would you call it a bulb? Or would yeah, you call it's a crinum. A crinum. That's it's a, a crinum. So all spider lilies are crinums, but not all crinums are spider lilies. Is that okay. a correct statement? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because there's different colors in the crinums. There's pinks and reds. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, but the traditional one that people call spider lily is a crinum, and it's white. Very dainty. Uh spider-like bloom and it's got the little male parts that come out that uh, accent the the white color in the bloom right it does multiply and then it make great stands uh i would be doing it where it got morning sun afternoon shade but i think it could tolerate either condition yeah yeah usaa they used to have them planted under the the overhang building you know i don't know if you're familiar with that the bank building. Yeah. And I always made them. I mean, no light under there, it didn't look like. And they, uh, and they, they looked good. They bloomed, they looked good. They bloomed then. They yeah. Shade too. Foliage looked great all year. And then June, oh, yeah. June, you had that nice bloom. Now, I've been told it's fragrant. I can't smell it, but my nose hasn't worked in 20 years. Mm. Uh, but, uh, beautiful, definitely showy, conversational piece that, uh, that will, that worst case scenario, die down and come back out every year. And probably the easiest plant to grow that that you've got okay. uh, on the place. So I picked a good one. Yeah, right, you've like done that. well. Dr. Well, Bill Welch uh, says that uh, no no crinum has ever died. <laughs> They're that okay. tough. All right. They're that tough. When you go to these old homesteads and places like that, uh, that's that's what's popping up and whatever. So for those of you who do not know what the foliage looks like, it's long and skinny, kind of like an agapanthus. Right. And um, similar growing pattern to even amaryllis because it is a, a bulb down at the right, bottom. Right, right. Just a very, very ornate white bloom. And they're they're usually pretty rare. To do. Well, they are hard to come by. Yeah, so, yeah they are uh, hard to come when by. When we do see them, we, we grab what we can. Yeah. And, uh, they make a... I've seen some, they make a good ground cover. It's not the kind of ground cover you would walk in, but, I mean, yeah. you want to fill fill in some space Air, with plant material, yeah. yeah, like at the USAA building. And the the leaf, the leaf is always shiny. Yeah. And they, I, I was trying to remember if I've ever seen them wilted or browning. I can't, no. th- can't th- no. think of any time. Now, one thing, when you plant, be sure that you want them where, where you plant them because they're hell to dig. 
Oh, really? They've got a root system. I guess that's why they're so drought tolerant and so survivable. Is uh, I saw Greg Grant. He he loved this plant, and uh-huh. I actually got it on. Uh, talked uh, Color Spot into produce. Uh, it was Lone Star at that time into producing these them because they weren't on the market. They were hard to find on the market. But uh, uh, he he dug some by when he moved. He dug some out of his house, and it looked like they were putting in a sewer pipe. Uh, <laughs> he, he dug that deep. <laughs> Uh, and the the root on those things were uh, you know, two inches in diameter. Wow! I mean, and he had to cut it off. This when sounds he, like he, a, he, I've he, seen them in dry areas. I've also seen them as bog oh, oh, type yeah, plants yeah. or, or uh, water, oh, wow. water really? plants. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Some but, some years, the only time we get them is when the when they come in with the water plants. So huh. Don't they call it tropical? They they call it tropical. Yeah, but uh, it's on the label there. Tropical it, it never froze. I mean, over here on Seal Road, but his never froze back, even in the coldest of winters, because they were they were close to the house. Yeah. They were under an overhang, but even if they at the top freezes, it won't kill the plant. But it's, so how it's much a, are it's they? A, it's a super. Well, I've got two sizes, so uh, there's about 15 of them in this size. It's at uh, where'd it go? 8.99, I believe. Oh, that's a great price. It's even better, 6.99. Ooh! On sale uh, today for 6.99. And you got 15 of them? There's 15 of those. Oh, and there's man. about 12 of a three gallon, and the three gallons are 24.99. Okay. Wow. Alrighty. So. Um, with just the 15 and the, how many in the three gallon? 12. Okay. This may be one you, if you're listening to us and going, okay, yeah, I want one of those. Okay. So one, come by, come by now. Or two, uh, get on your mobile, your iPhone, your Android and call us. You're not supposed to talk on the mobile while you're driving. You don't know that they're driving. Oh. Maybe they're just, you know, they're walking around. I'm watching you, Milton. They're uh, (laughs) they're listening at home. (laughs) And uh, they. On their mobile? (laughs) Exactly. Thank you. All right. We'll call 497. Some people will even stop or they'll be at the service station. There you go. Pull over if you're listening. Then call 497-3760. Four nine seven three seven six zero, and say, okay, put aside. I want two of those, uh, and uh, tell them what size or the price, and they'll know how to match it up. But there's not that many, so that's no. that's a that's this, a good one to is, call in on. This, this is one good. of those that most people are not going to buy just one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I, I was just especially six attractive. Six ninety nine. Yeah, yeah for these right. the small ones, if you had three to five, you know, and made it started a bed, and they fill in too. It foliage, so and I would I would bet he couldn't reorder. I would bet you're probably right. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> so don't be hesitating on this, this one. This is it, buddy. Four nine seven three seven six zero. And I think we can put this into a Milton plant category. Milton, I was Milton wondering proof? about that. Yeah, if this was Milton proof. Oh, it absolutely. Sounds like it's pretty close. Should I leave one of them up here? So yeah, would you? It? Yeah. yeah. And I'll, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll last start, start with it about 10 feet away just so we <laughs> make sure we'll move it closer and closer to it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Trace. Thank you, sir. we got to take a quick – oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, oh, no. I've, got, I've got a question. you I got was, a Trace question? I was out looking at the peppers, and I saw those alamanders out there. Yes. 
And uh, for, the, for those who are tired of uh, Gold Star Esperanza, that's pretty close to Gold Star Esperanza, the color and everything else. Definitely, yeah. And I think, uh, somebody needs to look this up, but I think the only difference in in that and Gold Star Esperanza is that uh, that'll freeze back. That's that's more cold tender than I was de- yes. Gold Star Esperanza. Right. I, w- I would throw that in the tropical. Yeah, range. yeah. But we did get in some Thryalis. So, I mean, if they're looking for just a showy yellow oh. deer-resistant plant. Oh, did, yeah. We got some of that in. That's a good plant. And, and definitely deer-resistant, too. All right, cool. All right, four nine seven three seven six zero. If you're interested in the plant of the weekend, which is the tropical spider lily, is yes, good. Okay, just making sure I'm saying it right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is one you're going to want to call in on. So four nine seven three seven six zero. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Our phone number two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I'm having a heck of a time finding a purple martin cam online. So if you know of one, call us three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More in a moment on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. All right, you're wondering what you can grow this summer in your yard. How about Texas Superstar plants for color and durability? A Texas Superstar plant is a plant that's been given the designation of Texas Superstar because it's gone through years of extensive field trials and proven to be a super performing plant under Texas growing conditions. And right now, that's right, Milberger's has some of your favorite Texas Superstars on sale. Like Vinca's, the Cora series is on sale. You can choose from pink or white, rose or red. They're excellent in flower beds, and they're disease and deer resistant. They're on sale in the 4-inch pot for just $0.88 cents each. Blue Plum Bago is absolutely gorgeous, and it's on sale. It's a Texas superstar with sky blue flowers that blooms almost constantly from spring until next frost, just four eighty-eight in the 1-gallon container. This week, you'll save on Texas Lilac Vitex, Gold Star Esperanzas, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all from water heaters and softeners to stopped up drains and new gas lines see why angie's list has given us the super service award five years in a row or read our testimonials at our website tpdtx.com call us at 210-698-9790 for texas plumbing diagnostics we respond to your emergency stat texas plumbing diagnostics we respond to your emergency stat hi it's you hewitt And nothing is simple in this life, except when it comes to selling your house or buying your next home in San Antonio in the Hill Country. Help You Sell and Sergio Martinez has a better way to sell that house and save you thousands of dollars. It's the Help You Sell Low Set Fee Program. Here's how it works. 
When you use Sergio Martinez and help you sell to buy or sell your next home, he won't charge you the standard 6% commission because it's simply not fair. For instance, the difference in commission between a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home is $18,000. Did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service? Probably not. With Help You Sell, you get the same service. You keep more money in your pocket, and you still get 100% of Sergio Martinez's 20 years plus of experience. Simple, right? Call Help You Sell and Sergio Martinez right now at 210-693-0305. That's 210-693-0305 or online at hushillcountry.com. Hushillcountry.com for Help You Sell. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Take a second to talk to you about Spider-Man Pest Control. We had a lot of calls last week about uh, different, we had scorpion calls, we had ant calls. Uh, if these are things that are in your home and you want to get rid of them, uh, one of the ways to do it is just to call a professional, and that professional is Spider-Man Pest Control. If you've got termite issues, Spider-Man Pest Control can help you. If you've got roaches, Spider-Man Pest Control can help you. Uh, scorpion, spiders. If you've got fleas in the yard, <laughs> Spider-Man Pest Control can help you. So, uh, What about roly-polies? I bet you Spider-Man can help you with that, too. <laughs> I have seen roly-polies. In fact, they did a TV program on it the other day. That uh, there's more roly-polies in the houses now. Really? Because that's what someone called about last week, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I had never heard anybody talk about them in the house. I had neither. And then I looked around, and they're in my house. Oh, my gosh. All right, well, they're coexisting with the roaches. <laughs> they're just dancing, kind of talking, <laughs> sitting, having a cold beer, you know, just taking it, taking it easy. Well, if you don't, if you're not that friendly with the bugs that have come into your house, uh, call Spider-Man Pest Control. Ask him about the mosquito control he has now. It's the same uh, devices they use over at Disney World and Disneyland. Uh, these are designed where the mosquitoes fly in. They um, get a little toxic. Uh, uh, to them, the powder on their feet, they go spread that around. It kills them. And then when the other insects land, he will explain this so much better than I do, by the way. Uh, they get that on them. And so it's kind of like the baits kind of concept where it kills uh, not only the one that lands, but also the others uh, as well. So uh, learn about that, too. Give them a call, 210-656-3721. It's 210 210- Six five six thirty seven twenty one, or if you're on that mobile uh, and you've pulled over and you're calling the nursery, but you've also got insect issues, GoSpiderManPest.com is the uh, place to go. GoSpiderManPest.com. We've got a lot of spider talk today. All right, 210-308-8867. We've got James on the line. He's going to help me out, I think, maybe, with my Purple Martin Cam question. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, just fine. Uh, doing great. I hope you guys are doing okay. Yeah, it's nice out here today. Um, I've been a well, a Purple Martin Conservation Association member for quite a while, and uh, I joined, I can't remember, a long time ago. And uh, they've got a little, uh, like a, oh, a store. Uh, yeah. has everything that the Purple Martin landlord would ever want. And one of the items is that camera for the nest box and all the oh, accessories. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, there's, there's, uh, so that's Purple Martin Conservation. Is that where you went? Association. Yeah, they have. Uh, they do a real good um, 
job on uh, Purple Martin Conservation, and they also have a really good store with uh, all the things you could ever want for your uh, Purple Martin landlords. It actually didn't look like it was that expensive. I'm trying to remember. I, I saw one on the uh, SA Audubon dot uh, org site too, and they were talking about cams. And I think, and honestly, I may be entirely wrong on this, but I think they were talking about eighty dollars, and it was an itty bitty camera. It looked like it actually went in uh, the box. Does that sound right? Yes, that that sounds about right. And and anything you you buy from the conservation association is is a good thing because uh, you're supporting their work uh, with purple marks so now are you uh, do you know if there are any live cams now where if i wanted to go same with so that someone has done that uh looks like the university of houston did it for a while but i couldn't get theirs to turn on um uh, that anybody's doing it where i can just go and look at someone else's purple martins uh, they've got a they've got a website and during the week you can call up and uh, and talk to the nice people up there and right. uh, ask a bunch of questions and they're they've been real helpful in the past when I've called and I'm sure they'd be uh, real helpful in uh, in letting you know where to where to go to find that okay good have you heard Calvin Milton where let letting Milton know where to go huh? they'll tell me where to go yeah <laughs> and what to do when you get there <laughs> hey did um, did you hear Calvin talk earlier about uh, he and uh, Bill over there at Wild Birds Unlimited talking about the Martins eating off the ground rather than out of the air. I've Have seen, seen them any? on the ground, yes, but I didn't real. I didn't pay much attention. I don't know whether they were picking up nesting material or, or rocks for the craw or what they were doing. Yeah, mine are mine are definitely have young in every house, so I was kind of surprised that they were still. But uh, it sure looked like they were uh, feeding. Then the other thing was that the starlings were, you know, and you, when you see starlings down there, you expect they're feeding on grubs or something like that. And uh, they were in the same vicinity. So whatever the the birds were finding, there was a number of species that were finding it. What? Hey, James, thanks for that advice. And I'll see if I can't call them this week, but other listeners can go to the website. Uh, um, and just check that out too. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Bye, James. Great. Yeah. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And toll free, it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Well, one of the things that uh, people have been bringing in pictures and uh, a lot this week was uh, chinch bugs. Oh. So I always judge things by when the problem hits me, and uh, so we. My wife was uh, bug hunting Thursday, so she was uh, watering and she was seeing the chinch bugs in, in mm. quantity. So I'm wondering if that's not what the birds were going after. Oh. It could be, because when I went out and looked examined there, this is definitely not grub ter- territory, but it could be chinch bugs, because everything was pretty dry. and But it was spread over uh, quite a large area, but that, that could be a, a, some kind of similar insect well if they're at the if they're at the stage where they're desperate they'll be trying to find anything that's yep. i called my wife a bug wrangler 
Bug wrangling. Uh. So I had to bring chinch bugs to work this morning so I could show the employees what uh, oh, okay. what they look like. So uh, my wife was the wrangler. How did you catch them? She is just quick. Um, she'd be watering and see it running across the top, grab it and throw it. And I'd hold the jar and she'd How dig in the jar. Huh. Gotcha. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the, the spouses that uh, catch chinch bugs together. Oh, stays together. Huh? It's yeah, true. It's pretty romantic. Especially if you're each taking tequila shots along with it. Oh, wow. oh man, every every story, Calvin. Uh. <laughs> every story contains tequila or uh, Canadian whiskey. That's right. Irish whiskey. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole range, Milton. You, you don't want to. I don't want to go down that anything, road. Yeah. yeah. All right. We don't have enough time on the. Uh, uh, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. They got something going on there? Yeah. Uh, we got an got a, uh, email from uh, our. Uh, Laura listener Jack mm-hmm. and uh, he's our, our okra okra and and uh, oh, okay. Jack Hoover yeah I was going to say this is Pepper Jack Pe- Pepper Jack there you go and Pepper Jack has got some uh, you may not like that I don't know <laughs> no he liked that okay he he, he got he planted up some uh, you know the the he he out of his seed he got four or five plants to germinate of the uh, Rio Grande? Yeah, for a while we thought that was going to be it. But uh, we found some other seed. But uh, then he plant, he he grew those plants out into nice plant, transplant, and he planted those at the greenhouse. So we call them Jack's uh, Rio Grande Gold. Oh, good. Peppers. Yay. He got them in containers. So if if worse comes to worse, we can move them in the greenhouses come in winter, and uh, have some in the greenhouse. But anyway, they're doing well. Uh, but anyway, he writes in says, uh, "Our skull cap has bloomed its heart out." Uh oh. Yeah, you want to wait a second on that? I think so. All right, we'll uh, we'll we'll finish this up in just a second after we get you caught up with the news. And, of course, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas right here on uh, 930 a.m. We're uh, with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch live at the nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. You can come on by and visit with us at Millburgers and uh, ask your gardening question in person. Sometimes that's a little easier uh, if we see a picture or a uh, sample of the. Well, it's funny, yeah. So sometimes some neat uh, discussions come Yeah, up. absolutely. So come on by and visit with us. Or if you can't come by, you call us at... Uh, 308-8867. Back in a moment on The Answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. 
the answer. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Uh, we were talking about the weather during the break, looking at the radar on AccuWeather.com. Um, there's lots of uh, little showers to our south and east uh, coming up this way. looks like our listeners in Austin are getting some uh, rain very soon. San Marcos, uh, Gonzales, Columbus, all our listeners out there in Victoria just got some rain, it looks like. So uh, uh, Huntsville, our listeners in Huntsville are, uh, you know, uh, nothing to the west of uh, 35 or very few. So it's all to the east. It's really interesting. And, uh, yeah, so Calvin was pointing out that the forecast was calling for uh, rain. Uh, looks like uh, this afternoon, it doesn't say tonight. It just says thunderstorms in spots in the afternoon. Tonight it just says increasing clouds. And tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a thunderstorm. And then um, until he sees something. And then um, it looks Another like. Another dog. Oh, okay. About Tilly is on patrol. About 100 pounds of dog. Uh-oh. <laughs> Tilly doesn't care. Uh, Sunday, so it's Sunday it says uh, mostly cloudy with a thunderstorm. Monday, thunder shower, thunderstorm around and showers throughout the day. Tuesday, rain. Wednesday, thunderstorm or two. I haven't seen it go out all the way to Wednesday. That's exciting. Okay. Yeah. That'll be next uh, Saturday if we're... we're uh, if it all comes to fruition, we'll be talking about how great everything looks. Hey, well, yeah. Everybody I know out there is just like me was hoping it would come so I wouldn't have to irrigate uh, the uh, garden. And, of course, your containers, you just can't wait too long on them, the, the reservoirs. So you probably, it's a kind of an unpredictable uh, rain pattern, so you probably need to go ahead and water those containers all right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. All right, you want to finish the uh, Jack Hoover? Was it Jack? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> Tilly, you got anything you want Pepper to Jack? Pepper Jack. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jack wrote in and said, Our skullcap has bloomed its, head, its heart out, and it's pretty much done. May I trim it back to about a third, a third of it off? Without serious damage. And I think everybody needs to take that advice, uh, especially before the rain, because it'll, it'll flush out new growth, and you want to just trim, trim that top off uh, and to get it back in, in, uh, in, in, my, in re-stimulate new, new blooms, basically. Uh, it hurt, it, wouldn't even, probably wouldn't even hurt if you gave it a little... Sh- Shot of uh, slow release lawn fertilizer. That's true. That's very true. We kind of take those, take the skull cap and a lot of plants for granted that have been there a while. It really does perk them up sometimes. It just give them a little bit of a slow release lawn fertilizer, or if they're in a container, Osmocote, of course. Yeah, I was just looking at Calvin's article here. He's got a pretty picture with it. Um. With a bougainvillea and a half whiskey, I guess that's a, a pink bougainvillea. It, that doesn't look like a bougainvillea, but maybe it's a bougainvillea. Anyway, it's a, it's a principle of the thing. A half a whiskey barrel is a perfect location for a pink bougainvillea to thrive. 
It looks like they got that. Yeah, okay, I see what you mean. Oh, is he, uh, is he talking to the paper now? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking, I'm <laughs> no, talking just, to the paper. <laughs> Some people yell at the TV. Yeah. Uh, he yells at the paper. Kevin's talking about containers, perfect in summer heat, and he recommends bougainvillea, firebush, pencils, moss roses, and peppers. You could grow some real grandy gold peppers in there. All right. Because they're 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 kind of ornamental too. Well, and I was, you don't eat them all. I'm, I was thinking that uh, if you don't have a huge number of peppers, you know, you pull your tomatoes. And there's my one row of peppers there, mm-hmm. and so it's, it seems like it's just easier to hand water than than it is to run you know to run the whole drip irrigation for the whole. Yeah, plant. yeah. Or if they're in containers, I've got a few in containers. It's so much easier. Take care of them, and you know the weeding, and yeah. don't seem to be uh, much, nearly as much pressure from insects or anything in there when they're in containers. Plus, they look nice. Oh and yeah, and, and Trace will have to tell us. <laughs> I guess I should know the the Texas superstar pepper. A real Grande Gold is not a Texas superstar. I don't think. I'm sure it's not because we lost the seed of it. Uh, we need to look into that. Well, again, we need a seed source other than me. So, uh, but anyway, the uh, uh, there there there's uh, Trace has got uh, one called uh, something of fire. F I R E. Uh, there he goes again. But yeah. <laughs> But anyway, when Trace gets up, we'll ask him about the what? something of fire okay. peppers uh, that there's a Texas superstar this year, I think, or either last. Well, I remember. I don't remember the name, but I remember here. Oh. Chariots of fire or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> something like that. Uh, and then talk about bougainvillea. And uh, now let's let's bo- talk a little bit about uh, bougainvillea. We have to. Re- uh, they're starting to bloom now and. And uh, really, kind of just like the uh, our desert willow, they're kind of uh, taking off and enjoying this weather. Uh, in terms of uh, blooming, they're a little they're a little strange. They they do best if they're uh, root bound, and then they do best if you don't keep them moist. You let them uh, dry out a bit between waterings. Uh, so. A little, you know, this 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 is a plant that really does thrive in the uh, heat and full sun. Needs full sun, uh, but the most of the problems we see, Jerry, don't you think, is because folks uh, water it every day instead of uh, yeah watering it, letting it dry out in between waterings, or they transplant it more than you have to. Yeah. On uh, June 14, 2018. Uh, this was on the Texas A&M AgriLife uh, site. This was released. A new pepper variety. All right. Basket of Fire. 
we were close. You were. You were. Combines ornamental and edible variety characteristics, and it's the latest Texas superstar available for purchase in retail garden centers and nurseries. We said chariots of fire. Nah, it's the same thing. Baskets, chariots. Bear, yeah. Like yes, uh, yeah, I guess chariot. a chariot is a basket with wheels. So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See? Thank you, Calvin. All right. 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Another key to maximize bougainvillea bloom is to have it uh, in a rebound state, and it does best when it's well fertilized. Yeah, I, th- I, mean, I think that's what a lot of people uh, miss out on. Yeah, Phil, uh, Phil Hovey kind of brought that to my attention. Yeah. Know? It just it just seems it's anti-intuitive when you you let it dry out, you like it root-bound, but then again, it does want fertilizer, it wants nutrients. Yeah. And, and so, and we... Uh, Warren Sharp, I guess, was the one that did the experiment with. Uh, yeah, the hibiscus food. To, yeah, yeah, which worked, seemed to work fine just as well. Oh as yeah, bougainvillea. Yeah. The uh, the so. ratio of uh, nutrients in that thing uh, it made made it bloom, made it bloom much better. Uh, hibiscus and bougainvillea and things like that. I don't know if that's still on the market or not. But uh, yeah, I don't know either. I don't. As hibiscus food or as uh, bougainvillea food, but I, I imagine it is. And he mentioned Osmocote. He said granular hibiscus food or Osmocote work well. He didn't say copious amounts, so. though. I thought there was some kind of patent on that, isn't there? Yeah, uh, it's a copyright infringement. Oh, I should know. Jerry owns the copyrights to yeah, copious well, now. I, I guess that's not true because a lot of those Eng- English murder mystery writers. No, copious. Copious, too. So, so some gardeners even apply a soluble fertilizer like Peter's or Schultz uh, every other irrigation. I think that was one of uh, Warren's. Warren's secrets. You know, what the thing that he did was it really grew well. Uh, the plumeria, weren't they? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. everybody else is saying, "Well, How the heck, st- you make these bloom." Yeah, and, they won't and bloom. Warren, Warren's got that smirk on his face, and he's uh. giving these people tour every one of them <laughs> all around the fence is all blooming. You know, <laughs> yeah, they have a nice fragrance too. And uh, talk about firebush. Has the two personalities in the ground and and, and in a container, and uh, in in the ground once it gets established, it's pretty drought tolerant. But in container, it uh, it needs water. Just like a, a, just a, like, a treat, treat it just like a hibiscus, basically. Yeah. yeah. And, and of course, uh, firebush is a favorite hummingbird plant. And pentas, penta, penta. And pentas are uh, bloom. They're blooming when you buy them from the nursery, and they bloom at least through Thanksgiving. Uh, they they're not a xeriscape plant though either. Too they uh, they do require regular watering, but uh, they're a nice alternative for the shade. You don't have enough sun for firebush. You put in penta, and the butterflies and hummingbirds will find them. There's some pretty ones. I don't know if you saw the. Yeah, they're they good. That's uh, a nice it's color. a pretty color. Yeah, I thought so too. I it's, think what I think what Warren Short would do is he would grow them in the sun. He's growing his baskets in the sun, but when you went over to look, he was displaying them on the limbs of live oak trees, 
Remember how he would hang them on the low limbs of the yeah. lava trees? Yeah, we'd be he'd have the, the hanging <laughs> layer, and then he'd have the plumeria on the yeah uh, against the fence yeah. all the way around. And those bougainvilleas were blooming their brains out, hanging on those limbs. Well. We all assumed that he was just growing them there. You know, that's why he grew them. But I, I bet he, I think he had a full full sun location that he'd grow them in and then display them on those limbs. He wouldn't help us out on the, uh, oh, knowing he, his he, secret. That was, yeah, he had too much fun with <laughs> with his secrets and with his horticulture. There you go. Hey, while we're talking about bougainvilleas, uh, Maria has a question at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, Maria, welcome to the show. How can we help you today? Well, <laughs> I hope you can. This is a monster from bougainvillea, and I was wondering if it could be transplanted. It's on the ground. Oh, it's in the ground? Uh-huh. And it's a monster? It's big. You. Why, why, why don't you just make some cuttings of it or, or either get you another I'd like, plant? I'd like to get it out of the area there. It's, it's yeah. taking too much space. I, I would, I would uh, cut it back, throw it away, and get little... The bougainvilleas are... Uh, so inexpensive, and they grow so I fast. I was wondering if, if uh, 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 um, you say a cutting, if I go deep in the ground and get a cutting, some roots in it, uh, would that take? I don't. I, don't, I would guess it would be, but Jerry was talking about just getting a cutting of the, of, oh, the, I know what the, the stem and yeah, rooting the stem, it. Yeah. But I just, I just wondered, since it has so much root in it, I wondered if that would give it a head start. No, I don't think, uh, I don't think it'll, it'll root from, uh, it'll root from the root. <laughs> I, I don't think it'll sprout from the root. Oh, they, I see. They're, they're really easy to transplant, pretty invincible when they're in containers. Yeah. But when, once they're in the ground, all bets are off. I mean, it just, uh, I, I, I guess they must transplant, but if you're trying to dig, a, dig at them, you can't quite, you know, you can't get the a basic they make root system. a big uh, ball, like a tree type? Now, it's spread, in my experience, it's spread all over. It so, may have a deep taproot or two, uh, or a deep root. I wouldn't call it a taproot. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so it's 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 relatively hard to transplant them, but easy, relatively easy to root them or just get a a replacement. Like I don't know, here at Millburgers they've got got them in small containers, medium-sized containers, large, mm-hmm. lots of different colors too. Um, and so you no, sounds like you, you're a little tired of it there. They can get, yeah, I don't want it. And our neighbor wants it, so I was wondering if. Oh, oh. the neighbor wants it. Are they willing yeah. to dig it up? Uh, yeah. So I was wondering if that was possible. They may never talk to you again. Uh. Is that all right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just cut, cut it, cut it back, it. cut it back to a stump, and then yeah. let them dig it. And then let them dig dig as much as out of it as they can, uh-huh. and uh, or let him cut it back to stump because that's 
A yellow, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Right, right. Who, whoever's transplanted. Right now it's not very big because it's just coming back from the winter where it, it died uh-huh. all the way down. It oh, oh, okay. So it's not very high. Oh, okay. Well, that's a different story. I, I was thinking of a big big one. Well, well it, uh, it will yeah, get that of, uh, in a week or two. You blink your eyes and it's gone. <laughs> well, the issue in... Uh, South Africa and Mexico and other places where they they just grow and grow and grow. That is quite often an issue saying, how in the world do I get rid of it? Yeah, they grow the houses. Yeah, and then they, they'll be in a corner so the st- the main stem is six feet back in that yeah. all through those I got uh, rid of another thorns. one that was close to my porch because it would attack me every day. And I, I would uh-huh. cut it back. And the, the very next day, it was back the same again, you know. And the, I got rid of that one. When, when you cut it back, once, did it? Did once, it? Once it, I, I wondered if it was possible. No. When you cut it back, did it send? Did it sprout? Did it send up sprouts out? I don't out? know what it did. It what it had big limbs that would come over my head yeah. and. Would attack me going through <laughs> to my door. Yeah, so, uh, I would cut it back nearly every day, and they were back right away. Yeah, yeah. My wife Judy uh, could never quite figure out why I was dragging those bougainvillea into the greenhouse, and then I would, you know, it was they were getting heavier and heavier, and uh, I would prune them back, and then I'd be. Cut the pieces. Yeah, yeah. And she said, "If you've got half an yeah. acre, if you've got half an acre in full sun and you don't have any use for it, you put one in there to find." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so our not we do now is just basically leave them out there and replace them for you know for a, a few dollars rather than go through all that elaborate. I'm not process. talking about replacing. I just I just wanted to give it away because someone wants it. Yeah, and, oh, that's yeah. true. If the, and and uh, Dr. Parsons said, "Cut it, cut it back to the stump, and then dig it out." Yes, ma'am. Yeah, have them do it. Yeah, have them do it. Whoever transplanted. Now, what I what I was getting at though, if they decide they don't want it, and you want to cut it back, I'm I, I'm thinking those things will send up root sprouts, won't they? No, it has. Oh, well, yeah. No, it has. I, I was. I would think it was uh, easy. It was a uh, good target for vine stumping. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I'm thinking. I'm just trying to think of what their their base is. I guess when we put them in containers, we have like three plants in there, so it looks like there's lots of stems. But okay, and I'm not familiar enough with the uh, well ones when that they been outside the for ten years. And, and I cut them all the way down, and there's like a trunk left there. And I don't want big sprouts out of there, you know, big old. Okay, but do you don't see any uh, root sprouts coming up no, out in the yard? No, no. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, trumpet creeper. Oh, gosh. That's what I'm thinking about. Passion vine, too. So I, I don't think a bougainvillea has root sprouts. So uh, no. maybe some of our listeners can call in and set me straight. It, does a bougainvillea have root sprouts? If you cut it off, will it send up sprouts? I've had Thanks, Maria. I don't, think it, I, 
I'm saying no. Good luck, Maria. No. Thanks, Maria. You take care. All right, 210-308-8867. Scrubby is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Scrubby, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, welcome to you. Uh, I'm doing swell. Uh, I got. Uh, I was listening to the uh, Bogan Tia story, and uh, yeah. I dig them up and move them all the time. I've got one here that I dug up in Monterey, Mexico, in 1960. And it's Good Lord! 50, wow! It, it, it spent 50 years in Beaumont behind the barn and, ne- <laughs> and never bloomed one time. I brought huh. it over here. I brought it over here about 10 years ago, and then right now I'm looking at it, and it's I don't know 15 feet across and 10 feet high. And uh, people come by here all the time taking cuttings and pictures of it. And uh, so it, ble- it bloomed. It bloomed over here, huh? Oh yeah, it bloomed uh, the first year I put it in the ground. Wow! But uh, but uh, I dig them up. I dug one up here in the front yard three years ago and took it to George West, and it's doing fine down there. And uh, I didn't get all the roots, so it came back up here where I didn't want it. So I moved it to the backyard, and it's uh, <laughs> been out there about a year, and it's getting ready to to uh, bloom or whatever you call it. It's getting ready yeah. about four foot tall. So that's, I would say that's a bloom brax. Dig, dig it up and uh, try it. Don't let it get dry. Yeah, but, uh, it will. Uh, and mine freeze to the ground every year, nearly every year. Wow! And then it blooms when it comes out. It's blooming right now. Okay. What color yeah. is it? Pink? Uh, no, this one's real dark red. And I do have. Uh, I got two pink ones. The one I said was. It came up uh, after I dug it up. Uh, it's pink. And I got it. Oh, is that right? I got another one on the uh, carport over there that's uh, probably 10 feet tall and 10 feet wide. Sorry, I don't know. Okay. So, and I dug it up from someplace here in the yard and moved it over there. But, I, you know, they get too big and you have to do something with them. <laughs> now, did you get a big root ball? Uh, did you get a... Uh, it doesn't. It's, as many times as you did it, it must not be a massive root ball that you got. There's hardly any roots on it at all. Okay. I mean, look, you wonder what you wonder what it's living on. Yeah. But, uh, Bougainvillea. Yeah, huh. yeah, there's hardly any balls to it. You know, it's just some few running roots that go. Most of them are pretty close to the I top of it, the ground. I think it. You were able to transplant it. So oh yeah, two or three times. Yeah, said, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, when you dug it up, you said you had sprouts come up? Uh, yeah, about two years later. I thought I had got rid of it because I dug it up and took it to Live Oak County. And, uh, you know, Is that like taking later, a raccoon out in the woods and letting it go? Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I dug it up and I put it in the backyard. Now it's four feet tall. And where I dug it up from, it's come up there again. It, now it's uh, two feet tall here. Where I don't want it, so anybody okay. wants one, I'll bring it to you. <laughs> and, Thanks, and Grubby. Show, and show you it can be done. But anyway, <laughs> I think. It, it, but I live on you know, over here where it don't freeze us out too bad, you know. Yeah, and, uh, right. It, it rains every other day too. So uh, wait a minute. Where where do you live? <laughs> I'm out here in uh, at Brooks Base, Panama. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, we were, oh, we were going to get rain today, and it didn't happen. So, uh, well, day's not over. Well, some for some of us it is. <laughs> Thanks, Grubby. All right. Thank well, you for that information. That's good. Bye bye. You take care. All right, we got to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment and talk to some more folks uh, and answer their gardening questions uh, right after this. 210-308-8867. Robert, hang on. Back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. All right, you're wondering what you can grow this summer in your yard. How about Texas Superstar plants for color and durability? A Texas Superstar plant is a plant that's been given the designation of Texas Superstar because it's gone through years of extensive field trials and proven to be a super performing plant under Texas growing conditions. And right now, that's right, Millburgers has some of your favorite Texas Superstars on sale. Like Vinca's, the Cora series is on sale. You can choose from pink or white, rose or red. They're excellent in flower beds, and they're disease and deer resistant. They're on sale in the 4-inch pot for just $0.88 cents each. Blue Plumbago is absolutely gorgeous, and it's on sale. It's a Texas superstar with sky blue flowers that blooms almost constantly from spring until next frost, just four eighty-eight in the 1-gallon container. This week, you'll save on Texas Lilac Vitex, Gold Star Esperanzas, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. Brides by Elizabeth has a stunning ivory size 14 jasmine bridal gown with veil and headpiece. Valued at $1,850. The marketplace price, $1,000. Good for this piece only. Not redeemable for cash. Non-transferable. Cannot be traded for another gown or accessories. Alterations, pressing, and storage at Brides by Elizabeth not included. See pictures and more on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. The political left has retreated into a bunker. In a story in yesterday's Washington Post, the newspaper claims those supporting President Trump are members of a cult. Having failed so far in their effort to bring him down through daily attacks on everything from his character to his policies, and having failed to win the argument for their failed liberal policies, so-called journalists and the rest of the left-wing establishment are now attacking voters who elected him. The left fears the welfare state they've built with members of their own cult voting for Democrats is about to come unglued. They see black and Hispanic unemployment at record lows. Democrats have long taken the black vote for granted, though they've done nothing for them. Consumer confidence is up. So is the stock market helping retirement funds. Sure, he's quirky, but the president does things like meet with North Korea's dictator that no other president has done. And who does the left have besides Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren. Talk about a cult of people who support those. 
I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Have you ever wondered who pest control companies call when they have a problem? Well, they call Spider-Man Pest Control in San Antonio. Warren Remy of Spider-Man Pest Control is recognized nationally as well as locally. He's been helping some homeowners, businesses, and other pest control companies solve their pest problems since 1976. No matter what your problem, Spider-Man can help you. Call Spider-Man today at 656-3721 to give your home a web of protection. 656-3721 for Spider-Man. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hey, I've got some good information to tell you right after we talk to Robert at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, Robert, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Fine, fine. How are you all doing? Good. What's going on, man? Uh, I have two red oak trees in the backyard. They're about 20 years old, and they're about 14 foot apart. They're both uh, real um, green, and they're, they're, they have a lot of green foliage on them. However, there's, I see some dead limbs that um, are high up in, in the trees, and some of them are low in the trees. They're, they're dead limbs, pretty good-sized limbs, too. And I'm wondering two things. Can I trim, trim those dead Limbs, and do I have to worry about any uh, oak wilt? It's red bud? No, red red oak. Red oak. So yes, you can trim those deals, but and of course now's the time to do it in the hot of the summer. But uh, even though in the hot of the summer, especially with red oaks, I'd go ahead and paint the wounds as soon as you made the cut. Yeah, just whatever you got. Latex paint even works. That's not a garish color. Ah, uh, okay. And what about oak wilt? It, uh, it, it, do I have, because there's plenty of, there's, about, there's quite a few of those dead limbs out there. And I'm... No, no. that's not oak wilt. I've, I've got a red oak and mine... Drops dead limbs all the time. Oh, yeah, an oak wilt kills a tree deader than a doornail. I mean, it's yeah. not. It's not a ten-year transition or anything. It just goes from a relatively healthy-looking to a dead tree. So, oh, these are fairly yeah. healthy-looking. Uh, no, you don't need to. You don't need to worry about that. Mighty fine. Well, that's all I needed to know. Thanks. Thanks a lot for the information. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thanks thank you, calling. Robert. Be careful in the heat. You take care. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, the uh, folks over at Furniture Now are so happy to announce the grand opening of their newest location. I mentioned that uh, we have two now sponsors that are on Lookout Road. Uh, Lookout Road is apparently booming. Uh, Furniture Now has their grand opening of their new store on Lookout Road in 1604, right next to Burlington Code Factory. So um, this is the Coben family. Uh, you know them. They are San Antonio Institute. Uh, they have been selling furniture in San Antonio uh, 
with the family for over 100 years. This is high-quality furniture at great prices. And there's a number of reasons to, to recommend going to Furniture Now. And I'll tell you where the two locations are in just a second. I think for this weekend, maybe one of the best reasons is to tell you is if it's an in-stock item, whether it's uh, something for the dining room, the living room, the bedroom, office, an entertainment center. If it's in stock, they'll deliver it in 24 hours. So maybe you're looking, still looking for something for Father's Day. Well, head on over to Furniture Now, one of their two locations. And remember, again, that's in stock items delivered in 24 hours. So buy it Saturday, get it Sunday is their slogan. So that means buy it today. Get it for Father's Day. What a nice surprise that would be. So check out uh, Furniture Now. They're great prices and great furniture. If you're looking for something, uh, this is absolutely the perfect place to go. Two locations. Uh, the new one, Brands Bank and New, Loop 410 and Lookout Road next to Burlington Coat Factory. And on Evers and 410, on the inside corner, is where you'll find the warehouse to go to as well. And they've got some real specials going on right now. You can learn all about that when you go by and visit with them. Or check them out at Furniture FurnitureNow.com. That's FurnitureNow.com. All right, so uh, check them out. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. Do you take the paper? I do not. There's your baby on the front. Ah, bamboo, a tenacious backyard <laughs> invader. He, he recognized that uh, four feet away. Yeah, frightened me four from, feet away. From, I thought it was coming at me. <laughs> Who wrote that? Is that locally written or is that? <laughs> That's Neil. Oh. oh. It's just his, yeah, it's one of his questions. Oh. Yeah, said, my, my daughter, I know I can't believe this is true. It said, my daughter's backyard is halfway filled with bamboo and it's spreading. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? Spreading bamboo. I think people are exaggerating. I don't know. I've never heard of that. How can we get rid of it? Mm. That's a bad question to get. Yeah. We he, get that sometimes. He, he should have re- referred them to my bamboo article, that are D-A-M-N-B-O-O, bamboo <laughs> article. But he said, uh, he said, uh, I really don't want to sound like I'm exaggerating, but no invader in our landscape is any more difficult to eliminate. Do you agree with that? I will agree with that. You're in for a battle. (laughs) And I'll I'll add, you're not going to win. He recommended glyphosate herbicide containing no other active ingredient applied at the very top. Recommended strength on there. Labels will often, often, will often kill or severely wound bamboo. See, he's not. Yeah. He, he's being careful about it. it'll kill it. Uh, however, to kill all the grass in there, I th- I think they need to stick with uh, our stump our Rem- uh, remedy. Uh, remedy. We, we had relatively um, good luck. We. Went through and in, in, in the site of our uh, educational resource center, went through and cut it out with a, a bush hog and yeah. everything. And then when the sprouts came up, I went and sprayed it with uh, Remedy. Oh, okay. And so then, then we had another sprouting, went back and sprayed it. And now, so, you know, of course, the drought has helped too, but 
now there's uh, there's no no sprouts in that area. Oh, is that right? So, so that got them. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that'll be. You know, basically we were going to retreat to the individual plants. <laughs> no, it's like, it sounded like a battle. Yeah, it did. Yeah, we're going to yeah. retreat. The bamboo's yeah. coming. Retreat, retreat. <laughs> but, but it uh, worked. Worked for just the, the pump-up sprayer and uh, spraying it on those cuts, fresh cuts they were, uh, because I went, you know, went through and cut them when they sprouted. And... Uh, that worked. It worked relatively well, but it's. Not, I mean, it's no easy task any way you look at it. No, and it just gets angry. <laughs> you don't want to make that bamboo angry. Now, can do, do, do they sell remedy here at, at nurseries, or do you have to get the <clears throat> well, those, I, of uh, course, cut vine and stump killer? Well, it's uh, there's same active ingredient. There's two or three products in there. It looks to me like. You could in the old days you had to buy a yeah about a, a yeah, big gallon you know, get a, yeah you'd have to have to get a uh, a five a second mortgage on your house yeah. and buy mine is still from I don't know how many years ago I bought yeah. that uh, still I still have some left uh, but I we'll have to look at those other products in there there's the stump the uh, what is it the cut vine and stump killer yeah and then I think there's two other products that you mix that have the same active ingredient uh, as remedy, remedy. Oh. Yeah. okay so I, I didn't I, I haven't looked at the uh, label recently to see how they are different the, how do you use them differently than the cut vine and stump killer but they don't sell remedy in Not, nurseries they don't seem to I, I don't think so no I think you get it at a regular at the regular uh, Oh, same same place where you get your uh, oh, like people that have licenses in. Yeah. Uh, and when you when you recommend to cut it down and then treat the new growth, I would. How t- how tall was your new growth when you treated it? Well, two three was, two three feet. Yeah, it was only only eight inches. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, short. Yeah, I was trying to get the. Um, the cuts. cuts. The set cut section. Yeah. yeah. And then, the, so, then I was disappointed because it uh, seemed like uh, more of it came up, different spots. Yeah. And then the second spray was was pretty darn, pretty darn effective. Okay. Neil also has a question in here about somebody in South Texas had a Meyer lemon that's born, had, had fruit up to until two years ago. In the past two years, no blooms and no fruit. Uh, there's an orange tree nearby, so it should be getting pollinated. Well, if it didn't bloom, there's nothing to pollinate, Belton. Oh, that's a good point. And uh, the, <laughs> I had, the I orange had, is not a factor in the pollinating either, anyway, is it? Yeah, that's right. And uh, because the, the, they're self-fruitful. Yeah. Citrus is self-fruitful. Uh, what what might the problem be? And uh, then he trimmed it 18 months ago, uh, and that stimulates new wood, new wood, and sometimes uh, decreases the bloom. Yeah, depending on how he pruned it. And what do you? I'm sure he fertilized the heck out of it. Yeah, too. and the, and the cold weather. Yeah, that, he, the last two he, winters he have, brought up the cold weather. Last two winters have been tough on lemons and limes. But they have to. 
they have they have to start blooming again once the tree slows down its growth and uh, and uh, we don't have any hard freezes on them. But lemon is pretty cold sensitive too. It's 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 impressing me more and more every year uh, from what what y'all have. You know, see, you got one. You got one in the ground, haven't you? No, I've got actually I've got two in containers. Oh, okay. But My you lemons. Left, you left them out, right? I I, I covered them, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. But yeah, I covered them, uh, and they defoliated. Uh, yeah, right. But the stems didn't die this year, and. Uh, They've got fruit on them. Let's see. Two years ago, as you have recommended, we replaced a row of dying red tip fortinias with Nellie R. Stevens hollies. First year was a struggle to keep them watered by hand. We experienced a lot of leaf drop. Uh, I wanted to mention that that's a question that we got in from... Uh, Somebody had a holly and they had some leaf drop and well, uh, and I'm and that's that's drying out. Yeah, and I'm glad that that uh, Neil is admitting that 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 it's uh, not easy to get the hollies and viburnums are the same way. Not easy to get them established. You got it's that two year plus yeah, rule yeah. that you and I talk about. Yeah, that they they're drought tolerant, but that's once they're established, and then you got to be. You got to be on your toes and kind of watching them during that establishment period, and keeping water at the base. And that's, I think, exactly what Neil said too. Neil said, uh, "Nellie R. Stevens hollies are fabulous plants if we can get them established. It takes two or three years. We've been saying that for a while, haven't we? Yeah. <clears throat> so you're getting close." Maybe run run the bubblers longer at a time. They they put bubblers by them and ran them twenty minutes per time per time, twenty minutes uh, per uh, irrigation three times per week. It seems like that ought to have been enough. Seems like it should be. It didn't say where these these people were located. Yeah, you know, you know whether you know, in sand or yeah, or and or, you know maybe the bubblers are out. Yeah, six feet away or something. Yeah, that's that's another thing that we need to mention is uh, on the hollies is put the the bubblers or the irrigation right at the base of the plant for the first two to three years. Um, and the, the another see, point, what, we, you're, we, what you're we, describing shows a water shortage. You could water by hand every three to four days to supplement the bubblers as well. We, we also need to remind everybody on the drip irrigation. Drip irrigation is not, does not work effectively if you, you wait until you're one month into the big drought and then you start to yeah. drip. You've got to have that running, so the, running uh, before the gets to be, uh, water gets to be a challenge so that your root system has developed a, a capability of the, getting access to the water it's you know it's a limited area that the drip puts water on and it they have to the plant has to have a root system that feeder roots that are concentrated in that area and so you got to start it early you know going oh we're in drought restrictions so now my drip now i'll start using my drip usually is not very effective now it could you, you know in the annual flower bed or where you just 
or new plants, that's okay, but um, like us peach trees or uh, uh, other plants, citrus, it just doesn't work to start uh, into the drought. you got to start before the drought, prepare the plants. They used to call it, what, day, daily water, mm-hmm. daily watering, and they would... Uh, the drip drip meant that you would apply it every single day, and that that uh, address that same that issue that you developed the the plant's capability to take advantage of the the drip and the fact that it just limited the amount of water that it released at a uh, at a uh, concentrated point. Did I did you did I is that too confusing? Did no, I? no, you got it. Hey, we need to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. All right, you're wondering what you can grow this summer in your yard. How about Texas Superstar plants for color and durability? A Texas Superstar plant is a plant that's been given the designation of Texas Superstar because it's gone through years of extensive field trials and proven to be a super performing plant under Texas growing conditions. And right now, that's right, Millburgers has some of your favorite Texas Superstars on sale. Like Vinca's, the Cora series is on sale. You can choose from pink or white, rose or red. They're excellent in flower beds and they're disease and deer resistant. They're on sale in the 4-inch pot for just $0.88 cents each. Blue Plumbago is absolutely gorgeous, and it's on sale. It's a Texas superstar with sky blue flowers that blooms almost constantly from spring until next frost, just four eighty-eight in the 1-gallon container. This week you'll save on Texas Lilac Vitex, Gold Star Esperanzas, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. Are you drowning in IRS tax debt? I owe the IRS $37,000. Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't know the IRS anything. Find out about the Fresh Start program that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. Don't wait. Call now. 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. You know it's crazy, right? To help my family, I gotta leave it. To fix the law, I gotta break it. The movie Incredibles 2 finds the Parr family, otherwise known as the Incredibles, in a bit of a quandary. How do they get the world to change the no-supers law and let heroes use their powers once again? This animated Pixar pick is loads of fun, and it encourages viewers to consider things like the changing role of women and the influence of media. It suggests that a stay-at-home parent's job is a pretty heroic one, too. It does engage in a bit of foul language, and it wallows in plenty of mess-free animation 
automated violence. But all in all, it deserves a definite four outlandish powers out of five for family friendliness. For the full review, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. It's toll-free, 866-308-8867. Give us a call. Still plenty of time to be a part of the show, 210-308-8867. I can't figure out people bring, complaining about these live oak sprouts. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. I've got a yard full of live oak sprouts. Yeah. They're the prettiest part of my front yard, right and in the very front. A nice and, and green. It's a drought-tolerant ground cover. Oh, yeah. A two super, probably the most drought-tolerant ground cover we could ever expect. And they, people, they don't want them, huh? Yeah. Neil says, uh, got a question. Uh, two live oaks in my front yard. One of them produces hundreds of little trees. Sprouting up from the roots. I'm hesitant to buy any weed killer since they're attached to the bigger roots. All I've been able to do is mow them down. There you go. You got it. Mm-hmm. You figured it out. You mow them down, and it's like like cutting anything else uh, off short. It re-sprouts, and it has leaves on those sprouts, which look just like Asian jasmine. So uh, I've got Asian jasmine uh, growing amongst my uh, oak sprouts. Uh, over, I'm hoping they're spread. It's all, it's over now. Now it's over half of my front yard. Mm-hmm. Now, if you in uh, the shade, if you uh, don't wait too long and you've got a good a good string mower, the uh, string mower will take take off those stems too. You know. You're you're doing the other alternate strategy. I'm just mowing them. Plant, yeah, and uh, every once a month I just whip through with the string mower. Yeah, it's one of those deals. If you can't beat them, you might as well use them or join them. Yeah, and the, and we love those big, <laughs> those big oaks, and uh, if they if that's important to them to have those uh, suckers, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, we'll put up with them. Same kind of thing we did with horse herb. Here's a testimonial to horse herb. I saw that. Neil, my, Neil doesn't seem to have the same affection for horse herb. <laughs> Who done? Neil. Oh. Hang on, Diane. My back, backyard is covered with winter grasses, when, uh, rescue grass, rye, every, each winter. However, it also has horse herb, which I'd like to keep. <laughs> Is it possible to get rid of the grasses without hurting the horse herb? Now I th- oh, man, she's been listening to this show. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a lot of questions about where those que- questions come from. Uh. That is obviously from San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. Rescue grass and the horse herb. And, <laughs> and definitely there is. You apply dimension or halts, pre-emergent granule in very late August or the first week of September and stop the germination of the winter grasses. He didn't mention that's a perennial. <laughs> for for what it's worth, my experience with horse herb in most Texas that it dies to the ground 
after the first hard freeze. Uh, not, not, not really. Not here, no. Uh, but I, I was, I, I think one of the characteristics why you, it's almost impossible to control with herbicide is that it's a per, it's a, per, a seeding perennial. Yeah. An aggressively seeding perennial. Cause Absolutely. It, it can uh, use either strategy and get back to full population within one season. Did you have, uh, do we have somebody on the air? Yeah, Diane is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, Diane, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's going on? How can we help you? I have a question, although this is more for springtime, but maybe I need to be doing something now so that my mountain laurel, which has never bloomed, will bloom. Do certain ones just not bloom? This was not one I planted. It was a volunteer. came up on its own, but it was it located itself in a beautiful spot in my yard. Um, but it's never bloomed, and it's probably 15 feet, 18 feet tall now. Wow, is it in full sun? You know, um, somebody told me that, and so this past uh, early winter, I cut all my my limbs back around it because I've got a lot of oaks in my backyard. And so I felt like I gave it a lot of sun. Is it going to take more than one season of sun to to get that motivated to bloom? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they do best if they're in full sun. I have some that are semi-shaded that don't, I just don't expect them to bloom much. Uh, But then there's others that, uh, you know, like one side will bloom up a storm because that that side gets enough sun. But, yeah, if it's 15 feet tall, that seems like it should be blooming if it's getting enough sun. But give it another, yeah, give it a little more time. Okay, so this fall, late fall or winter, I could trim my my limbs back around it, and it would get probably three-fourths of the day. It'd get sun, so you think that'd be enough to get it blooming this spring? That's close. Maybe. Yeah, give it a... It's got a chance, then. I'm skeptical. Uh, Yeah. uh, Okay. Uh, Well, like I said, it's beautiful. It's my favorite springtime plant. I just love them. It's a shame that they're so short-lived, but uh, I'd love to see it bloom. Well, give it a chance. Give it another okay. year at least. Well, and then okay. the foliage is so attractive, you can just you know keep enjoying it even if it doesn't bloom. Now you're not oh, yeah, pruning it. You're not pruning it or anything, are you? In the fall, yeah. The only thing I, the only thing I did was take off some bottom branches. I haven't pruned oh. it in any other no. regard at all. That that that's, that shouldn't be a problem. And, and okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't fertilize it either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let it, let it, All let right, it well, stress. Thank you. All right. Thank let, you. Let it stress. No right, water, thanks. no fertilizer. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Diane. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Looking online at gardenvolunteers.org, it looks like there's a gardening essentials class. Ooh, I'm glad you remember Coming up that. from noon to 3. That's this Monday at the... Speaker number one. There's always two speakers. Oh, by the way, it's from, yeah, did I say noon to three? I think I did. Um, right. It's uh, Sandy, Sandra Winokur, who is the proprietor of Sandy Oaks Olive Orchard. That'll be really good. Uh, it does, I'm sure it doesn't say the topic, but the, the experts are 
are clear as to who the topic will be. And speaker two is Dr. Jimmy Black, former president of the Cacti and Xerify Club. Uh, and they will be there. It's going to be um, at the Garden Center on North New Braunfels. And uh, you can go to gardeningvolunteers.org to learn more, gardeningvolunteers.org. It's free and open to the public, but, of course, a $5 donation is appreciated. Let's see, tool sharpening is available for a $3 donation. That's Monday. If it's Monday, noon to 3. Noon to 3. Day after tomorrow. Yep. And we'll talk uh, more about it tomorrow. Yeah, and while you're there, check out all the opportunities for volunteer service and for other educational opportunities, too. It's a, it's a great volunteer organization that works closely with Jerry and I. All right. Uh, we got a couple minutes left. you got something quick you want to... Well, Calvin's already talking about pulling up tomato plants. Oh, man. Getting ready to plant for fall. Good Lord. We just had the top tomato contest. Yeah. Yeah, I had to. And Calvin getting ready to plant in July for fall. And, 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 yeah, in <laughs> fact, I was, was figuring out my <laughs> what my strategy was going to be uh, when I, I pulled the tomatoes, and I was thinking, do I do I need to put uh, my usual two inches of compost down and and fertilizer, and when should I do it? And and uh, especially important the. Uh, with the drought like it is, uh, that timing of the wetting the ground. Right. Uh, so that'll be something you have to take in consideration. Sure would have been nice to have, or still, I'm still counting on the three inches of rain for this mm. this week. Uh, but uh, so I think there's a lot of people out there. We had a couple of, call of our callers last weekend that uh, mentioned the fact that they were getting ready to pull their tomatoes, too. Hey, listen, we're going to begin to wrap up today, but you know what? We're back here uh, tomorrow, back here at the nursery. So if you've got questions, you can come by and ask them. Uh, 1604 on Boulevardy Road is where we're located, if you weren't sure of that, at Millburgers uh, Nursery. And don't forget the plant of the weekend is the Tropical Spider Lily, uh, $6.99 in the one-gallon container. And in the larger uh, container, it was 12 I think, twelve ninety nine. Anyway, uh, you can find out more about that. Put Kyle in the nursery at 497 3760 on behalf of the docs, thanks to Al doing a great job. Thanks to you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.